And we are back. I mean, it's been a long ass time. And I'd like to apologize. For those of you that are listening for the first time, my name is Joe Chia, and this is Man Crush Mondays. I'm usually joined by my two co-hosts, um, Pete Monsanto and Photos by Rome, Jerome Shaw. But these gentlemen are out conquering the world. So we're bringing our first episode back to you guys with two special guests. The first guest is someone very near and dear to my heart. None other than the bougie badass. <laughs> I'll let her give you an introduction of what she does and who she is. My name is Ravey Ruff. I am bougie badass on um, Instagram and whatnot. Um, I write, I'm a blogger. I write for several media outlets and I ask, also have my own a uh, website, um, I have a festival website, it's called thefestivalista.com, and yes, that's what I do. I'm like, I have my finger on the pulse of pop culture and sports a little bit, but I'm still learning in that area, as Joe can probably tell everybody. And the second guest is, is a really good friend of mine, and I knew I just needed to have her on board for this episode because this is an episode that's going to need a woman's opinion. An opinion is something she's not short on. So I'd like to introduce you all to the beautiful style guru, a.k.a. Miss Aviella Moore. Hey, it's Aviella Moore here. I am a YouTuber, blogger, host, all of that. Your best friend, your turn-up buddy, you know, that hit that Millie Rock for you in the party. You know what I'm saying? I will <laughs> annihilate you because it stays sturdy over here. But, um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm happy to be here and uh, get into these topics. Right. So let me, let me be um, transparent with you guys. We're not recording this in our normal format where we're all in the same room. Um, we're all in three different states right now. Reve <laughs> is currently in Atlanta. Aviel is currently in Massachusetts. And I'm currently in New York. So if you hear, like, breaking up, it's, it may be due to Internet connection. It may just be due to the software that we're using. But without um, much further ado, let's dive into the topics. So if you've been watching anything that has to do with social media, I'm sure that you have heard of the bullshit that just went down with Mr. Rob Kardashian in Black China, right? Exactly. Um, for those of you that may not have heard what it what went down, um, Rob went on the internet and posted... A nude that China has sent him after she had, after receiving a text message that included a video of her kissing another dude in the bed and house that he that he's paying for, right? Here's my take on it. Sucker shit. <laughs> which part? Which part is the sucker shit? It, it's all sucker shit. Okay, but Black China. Okay. Well, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start from from the smaller. Well, no, from from the lesser. Damn, I can't even see less fever. I'm gonna start from her and go over to him, because okay. they both, in my opinion, have earned themselves um, prom pole position in the fucking Grand Prix of suckers, <laughs> like Black China. The world knows, even if um sheltered old Robbie Kardashian didn't see it. If Roberto Kardashian did not see your leeching, blood-sucking ways, 
The world knew what it was. You had a meal ticket. Facts. Right? Future smash, you put you tattooed his name on your hand, and the nigga was like, nah, back up. <laughs> right? Tiger had you, then he was like, nah, back up. Now you got a sucker. You 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 got a sucker. You got Rob Kardashian, Mr. Never had a real job, Mr. <laughs> My mom is gonna take care of me, Mr. Privileged, white and privileged. You have him wrapped around your finger. And the inner thought in you won't allow you to just sit back and collect your check. So you go and you like, you know what? Mind you, wait, mind you, the world knows this man is mentally disturbed. He's not all there. I think that there are a couple screws. I did think she thought that was going to be easier than it turned out to be because he has legitimate mental issues. Right, but how easy, bro? I don't think what you got to do. Take a, to you got to take somebody with so Joe, that so high Joe. level of insecurity and uh, probably depression and possibly drug situation. I, it's probably a lot more to buy. I thought she thought. I think she thought she's got like a little chubby chump who just needed some female attention, and I think she bit off way more than she could chew with that. Uh, I don't feel like she bit off. Way more. I feel like she knew what she was getting into. She's handling it very well. I feel like she's handling it very well. Like she's laying down the blueprint of being a glorified whatever. I don't want to call her a thought or shame her for what she's doing, but everybody knew what it was. Everybody knows that. Can you hear me? Being a what? Hello. Laying down the blueprint of being a what? I think I might. A glorified whatever it is. I don't want to like slut shame her because you know she hangs out with Amber Rose. Yo, oh yeah, you out. cut out a little bit. You cutting out? Damn. I mean, I don't you know. She's laying down the blueprint of what? Of being, I don't want to say a hoe, but like being <laughs> a glorified gold digger. So I was saying that she's a sucker because she she looked for a target, found her target. And then just went off on, on a fucking destructive spree. Like, she knew that nigga was weak. She knew he was feeble-minded. She knew he was impressionable. And she was able to get him in less than a year to put a seed in her stomach. Like, don't be greedy, ma. What are you doing? Well, then they said that you. was his idea, the baby. All right, Reve, I want to have a baby next week. What's up? Well, see, I'm not crazy. You <laughs> yeah, you're not crazy, but even if it's his idea, she still got a consent, right? Of course. Okay. I feel like... Abby? I feel like his sisters should have been there because they are the queens of finessing a man. So, like, why did... But they're not True. concerned about him. Why didn't they not step in and then with even... I'm pretty sure they had to put some type of bug in his ear. I'm pretty sure he had to hear this. Okay, he has like some mental issues with his weight and battling with his image or whatever, his body issues. But he had to know like this is who she is. Like, I don't know. I, I don't see anything wrong of what China is doing. I just see her as being strategic. Mm. I see her as being a survivor. Not saying that she went through anything tragic. I'm just saying that she is 
from since she graduated high school, she has had to know how to make it on her own. So that's why she turned to stripping. That's why she turned to certain things that she did so she can make it out here. And she hasn't been she has been able to make it from her like like meager beginnings to where she's at now that she like a lot of people know her name. So, I mean, she this is just another level for her. She's just doing what she's always been been doing since she's graduated high school. But here's what I'll say, right? Because most people, Black China went to college. Shoot. Black China went to Johnson and Wells University in Miami. Yes. She she knows my like my best friend went wow. to school with her. And she also <laughs> paid for it herself with her stripping money. Like it's still well, a survival yeah. tactic. Why I'm saying that she's a sucker at the end of the day is just that like, okay, you're a survivor. You find a nigga, you leech on to the nigga to the nigga catch you on, and then you dip right. But Rob. Knew she was running game on him and just wanted to mm-hmm. be with her. What that mean? What that mean? You stop running the streets. You stop um, thotting and bopping throughout these um throughout the streets and throughout the world for a little bit to spend time with the nigga. He keep padding your bank account. You keep stealing money from him, <laughs> and then and then the nigga shuts up until you don't want to deal with him no more. Then you go do you. But I mean, have, letting the nigga like if you here's what I'm saying. If she knew she didn't want to deal with him no more, she didn't. She shouldn't have took the money for the surgery. She shouldn't have took. Yeah, suck your teeth. Nah. I don't give a fuck. She shouldn't have took nah. the money for the surgery. <laughs> you take that. I'm, and, I'm taking that. I'm taking that. <laughs> she shouldn't have took the money for the surgery. And she should. And she sh- definitely should not have sent that unstable nigga a video of her no, kissing but you another don't nigga. And you and don't understand, like. Listen, when you find an easy target or a sucker, I'm, this is just my mentality. When you find somebody's weaknesses and you know how to capitalize off of that, not saying that I do that in my regular, regular life. I'm just saying that <laughs> when you find someone that's like that, that, you know, you can easily get over on. It is very tempting to uh, capitalize off of that. And, you know, and she is that type of person that. I'm not saying she doesn't have morals, but she is that type of person that can justify it or be able to live with herself to capitalize off of someone else's weaknesses, someone else's like gullible, how gullible they are and how naive they are. So if that's what she wants to do. But we're missing the point of like, he wasn't a random target. Like it wasn't like she just chose Rob because like, let me just find some sad fat nigga to take advantage of that got money. That was specifically because of how her fiance hood whatever you call it her engagement was ruined by his family members like yes he was a target but and i'm not saying it's right but the whole shit was just her being getting her petty revenge she was like oh i'm gonna just be a kardashian then if that's how y'all want to do this like the 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 reason target uh rob was her target was because when she was quote unquote best friends with kim um her man was her sister's Mm -hmm. target and the family was like, oh, okay, well, he's dating our underage sister now. <laughs> We're not going to talk to you anymore. We're going to shut you out. We're not friends with you no more. So our little 15-year-old sister can fuck your fiancé. We're not talking to you anymore. We're shutting you out because this child in our family wants to fuck your man. So I get, I'm sure that hurt a lot of the time, you know, because Tyga was a ticket. Tyga, she was going to marry him, supposedly. You know, I think it might have been one of those engagements where, you know, it's a shut-up ring. But either way it goes. He took her out to strip clubs. He brought her out to L.A. He gave her a baby. He gave her a ring. They were supposed to get married. And all that shit got ruined by some Teenager. high school student. So 
Exactly. And not only just some random high school student, your supposed friend's high school student, and she looked at you like you was crazy after her underage, <laughs> underage sister wanted to fuck a grown-ass man with a child. So. Well, either fucking way. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm, it's I'm not tell you this, right? it's a whole fucked up situation. He's not a random target. Yes, it, um, well, you say you got yourself a sucker, but it wasn't randomly chosen. Right, regardless of was a specific yeah. target for a specific It was all reason. strategic. I Here's think she was Here's very deal, strategic. Right? And we knew this from the beginning on when mm-hmm. the relationship happened. Like, we were all calling China the biggest scammer of 2016, 2015. Oh, she's fine. She's dating a Kardashian. She's about to be a Kardashian. Then she gets pregnant. Then she gets engaged. We're, like, all rooting for China. And then... Once we all, mm-hmm. once like the shit actually hits the fan, mm-hmm. and Rob is starting to realize, like finally, who Ch- what China was really doing from the beginning. That's when like everyone's like, oh no, well China shouldn't have did this. But we, weren't you in the comments on the shade room rooting this sis on when she got mm-hmm. Rob to start dating her and everything like that? You were rooting this behavior on. We all knew from the beginning what the gag was and then now Rob is finally exactly. being gagged and he's trying to make every like he's looking stupid and we're supposed to feel sorry for him he's looking stupid and also I don't know why everybody no. keeps talking about Rob as if he's a child this man is 30 exactly. years old and everybody's like oh my god poor Rob he's so that fragile shit. I'm like no the rest of the 30 year olds out here we don't exactly. get to be fucking fragile that you don't get to be so old. annoying and that happens so much with white privilege like that dude over there like like uh, white men that are older that get the like oh he was so young he's in school no bro because it's like teenagers out here getting shot and killed by the police, black men, and they they don't get that excuse like, mm-hmm. oh, they were just being babied and coddled. Exactly. Nah, he needs to take responsibility. Chris Jenner need Chris Jenner need to pop the titty out of his mouth. Stop giving him allowance to pay China. Like that's what's going on. Like China knew she had a sucker. All right, but 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 here's the deal though. I I'm 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 on the same page. I said Rob's a sucker too. But here's the problem. Here's the problem of it all. China's behavior, in the grander scheme of things, yes, she was self-serving. And for, her, for that to be her motive, she walked away with everything that she thought she was going to walk away with. Yeah. She's up. But that still don't mean the shit that, like, her motive and the way she went about things and how she destroyed this nigga was right. That was some sucker shit. Did she destroy? What, I, mm. Let me finish what I'm saying. So... Now she got this nigga going wild, crazy. He's a sucker for one discussing the shit that she spoke to him about in, uh-huh. in private and in public. That whole shit with the T.I. and Tiny joint. And then he's also a sucker for posting her nudes on the uh-huh. internet, right? But now, let me play devil's advocate. Sucker versus sucker. She played this nigga. She, she double-dogged him, took his money, took his crib... Took his expensive bed, got got scammer niggas laying in his bed in his robe, taking pictures on Instagram, and then she sent the pictures of him of herself tongue kissing some nigga that looked like he invented the nene, and then she sends it to Rob. <laughs> I can tell you one thing, just being who I am, I don't play games with emotions, man. I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. Oh, you wanna be petty? I'm gonna show you petty. I'm not gonna put out your nudes. I'm not going to sit here and tell people what you told me in, a, in, in the confines of our, of our private um, re, um, relationships and conversations. Mm-hmm. But if you got a car, you might need four new tires every week. Oh, God. Like, I'm going to be petty. I'm going to hit you where it hurt. Because 
You like the only reason that she had to send him that video and f- to allow those things to transpire the way that they transpired in the order that they transpired within the course of a week is because she was purposely trying to hurt yeah. that man. And it's like the world knows this nigga's not right mentally. So this shit could have went another way. He could have went on some California shit with a gun and shot up the crib. Yeah. I mean, possibly, that's, but that's a real yeah, that's a real, that's a real ass situation now. It's very true. Like people shooting up that's everything. Very true. Right. So it's like they both suckers in my opinion on it because like I don't give a fuck if he was Kim Kardashian, if he was Pete Monsanto, if he was little Reggie from down a block. I don't give a fuck what that what that nigga did to you, man. Like Did she admit to sending that video on GMA? She he deflected I don't watch it. it. She deflected it. She was like, it's my body. When the lady I asked, can... I know she asked her, why would you? I know she said, like, why would you send him a video or something? I only heard the first part of the answer. She was like, well, me and Robin broken up since December. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I don't really see why that would give you a reason yeah, she... to send him a video of you kissing some guy, whether that was, because I, that guy looks gay to me personally. And I've seen a lot of other things online and see, waiting that that is what the situation is. So it's kind of like she sent it specifically mm-hmm. to mess with him. I'm talking about the light skinned guy she was kissing the video, not the other guy that's clearly, yeah. you know, been sleeping yeah. with her. But like she said, like, oh, it's my body. I get to choose what I want to put out there and stuff like that in the GMA interview. And then when the, when everything was going down, I was on the shade room and I saw Black China saying LOL, you know, laughing in the oh, comments and stuff like that. So like, why would you do that? Like you know, okay, Jack, Black mm-hmm. China, she's being strategic and everything. Like, I don't feel like what she's doing is... I'm not, I'm not saying it's not wrong, but I'm saying it's not surprising. It's not like, oh, I'm shocked that this is happening. I just kind of feel, felt like this is what, what was going to play out. So her mm-hmm. commenting like that, that's incriminating herself. She just should have been, like, really right. quiet, really silent or whatever. But, I mean, I don't know, you know? This is just entertaining, and it's sad that this tragic shit is entertaining for us to see how like someone else's turmoil and the the shit that's going on in their life entertain us and we're just laughing at it but this is real shit that's actually really happening and then social media just like kind of separates you from the reality of the situation like it's childish and then like why is she on gma like why is she like on this platform? That is she's doing great. what she wants to be a Kardashian now, and that's what a Kardashian would do: get ahead of the situation and be like, "Let me get my side of the story." Like that's she's taking a page out of Listen. their book. Oh, it says here she sent the video because he uh, she wanted him to leave her alone. She said she sent the video so he'd leave her alone, which sounds like BS to me. But that's the reason. Well, she did. I mean, I mean, I don't know, girl. That's that's this is too much. Yeah, she said that she posted the video because she wanted him, no, not posted it, that she sent him the video of her kissing the other guy because she wanted him to leave her alone. Nah. That's that's not a good way to get somebody to leave you alone. No, and especially that's why I said if you're dealing with a very clingy man like that or somebody who's very fragile, that's not a way that they're never going to leave you alone. Like that's, and that kind of thing is going to make them like show up to your house and be in your driveway at three in the morning screaming, crying and beating on your door. They're not going to leave you alone behind something like that. So it sounds like BS to me. She just did it to mess with him mentally, I feel like. To hurt him. To really right. hurt him. Because she knew that would hurt him. 
Especially if she just slept with this man, apparently, the, the previous day. And then the next day, she's laid up kissing it with an, another man and that, like... In the bed that he bought, the rent that he's paying for, which is he really paying for the rent? Is Chris right. Jenner the one paying for this rent? Like she was in that, first of all, he moved into that house with her because I used right. to always watch Black China Snaps before Rob came into the story. So she was right. always, she had a house. She was already in that house. So, like, why? I mean, I guess if you have a dude that's gonna like take over the rent, I mean, I do you, sis, do what you do, but like, He's, like, making it seem like she didn't have a place to stay before he even got into the picture. No. And that's the one thing she did say on GMA this morning. I mean, that's fact. People, like, try to act like this whole situation made her. And she was like, well, I was black China before the Kardashians ever came along. And that's and people, true. Like, that's true. And people try to, I saw that, people try to belittle that in the comments. But that's what she was doing. Like, after the whole Tyga situation happened and he left her for the the premature the, the preteen or whatever she was still <laughs> coming out with her makeup line she had her lashed bar and everything like that like everything was still moving but i mean that's via social media you can only go off of what she's showing you so we don't even know so you if, can only like, take it so far but i mean she had a clothing know. line she yeah said, i mean what Whatever you call a clothing line these days. Yeah, but, but you I, know, she definitely had an, you know, her own little boutique shop online, and she was doing things, and she had a well, little name. Well, it's interesting to see how women um, are affected by the Kardashian aura vibe, because the only thing we have seen in the public is how men, specifically black men, are affected in mm -hmm. their career with dealing with the Kardashian Jenner clan. So I mean, Rob is like the only one that's like publicly the male figure that's seen that's been dating. So we're seeing how Car uh, Black China is dealing with this, and I'm hoping right. like she comes up from this. To be honest, because you see so many black men go down with the whole Kardashian clan, like their careers are over. It's like a it's like a black plague with these girls. You know what I'm saying? So I hope Black China could come up from this. The fact that she's black, though, honestly, I mean, it's, it's sad to say, but it's automatically harder for her. I'm sorry, like I don't feel like. The fact that even, I, again, checking Instagram, the comments, people in us, I've seen a meme going around where they're, um, they're saying Black China's like, you know, it's like Black China, oh, I'm so devastated. How could Rob show those pics of me? And then it has like a gif of like her stripping days, like it's blurred out, oh, but you can see her like yeah. bent over and stuff. And mm -hmm. I'm like, people, I, people act like consent is not a thing. First and foremost, let's take consent out of it. She was being paid to be naked then. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. you can almost look at it like work or whatever. Like you can't tell me like, I gotta ring somebody up just because I'm at Target. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? <laughs> like if I'm not a cashier right now, you can't tell me like, well, look, you know how to work a register, so you gotta ring somebody up. It's the same thing, you can't be like, well, people have seen you naked before, so we have a right to see you naked anytime in any circumstance, no matter who shares the pictures. That's not how things work. That's fact. And that's why she pursued legal action and she's well within her right to do so. And I just, it just blows me how that concept is lost on so many people looking at this like, oh, Black China gonna say she was devastated, but she gonna seek legal action. Like we ain't seen her asshole, you know, all throughout. And it was like, you get to pick and choose when you wanna do that. Anyone gets to, your body's yours. Like mm -hmm. that, it's a consent thing. You can't just share people's pictures because you feel in a way today. Mm -hmm. I mean, so I guess it's a general consensus that Rob is definitely a sucker for his reaction. But Absolutely. seeing that we're talking... And his, actually, his actions were criminal, to be perfectly honest. Audience. You can't do that. But. Um, hello? Hello? What? What'd you say? 
I said her his actions were criminally perfectly honest. Like legally, you can't do that. Okay. Well. Okay. Seeing that Rob is a sucker that's done some criminal shit. Um. And considering that this podcast is geared towards men, and helping men not to make dumbass decisions and mistakes, ladies, what kind of advice could you give men? To not become a Kim, uh, uh, not become a Rob Kardashian. Y'all got thirty seconds each to to give men advice on how not to become a sucker like Roberto Kardashian. Yo, assert yourself. Assert yourself. Have something of your own, and then within that, if you say you're really wealthy and and all that, you got yourself together. Don't be so eager to give. I know you'd be like, oh, I got the bag. I want to make sure I want to show Shorty that I can like, you know, spend it all on her or whatever. But don't be so eager because that eagerness can easily be taken advantage of. And don't share your weaknesses so soon either, because if you show your weaknesses to a girl, the wrong girl out here, they will take that. They will flip that and manipulate the hell out of you if they know your weaknesses too soon on in the relationship. And especially if they know that you got that bag. Uh, I agree. Uh, um, well, everything you said, and then also therapy, because if you've got problems like that, please address them. Because if you don't address them, someone's going to come take advantage of you the same way like this, especially if you've got two cents to rub together in your pocket. Listen, this is, it's a brutal world out here, and people that are really trying to come up in any kind of career, realm, relationship, or whatever... People mm-hmm. thrive off of that weak thing. Weak thing. That's the whole Darwin's law, you know? Like, the strongest yeah. survive. So once somebody sees, smells, <laughs> feels any type of weakness, and if they are that type of person that feels like that's what they have to do to get to where they need to go or get that money that they need to get, they are going to use that to their advantage. So just be careful with who you're sharing. We're like, oh, you know, I don't like it when girls tell me. Like, it could be something so simple like, ah, I don't like it when girls ignore me. Or, like, it just makes me, like, want to reach out to them more or something like that. Right. A girl could take that and be like, oh, so since I, if I ignore this guy and I know he's going to keep chasing me, I'm going to use that to my advantage Keep ignoring him, flip that, and make him feel like he's crazy. Make him him feel like he's dependent on me. And then they have control over the whole relationship. It's like simple things like that that you can take and totally mind-fuck them. And when guys feel like they're really mind-fucking you, you could be mind-fucking them the whole time to to make them think that they're mind-fucking you. And that's just how it works. (laughs) So, fellas. Very true. To all the men out there in, um, in the podcast world, that's, that's taking the time to listen to this. I'd like to say thank you. And hopefully you're taking away some gems from this conversation. Um, being the only man in this conversation at the moment, <laughs> I can say that from my experience, I don't ever want to be a sucker. Have I been a sucker before? Yeah. It, I, I wish I don't know a single man in the world that could like truthfully say he's never been a sucker. Unless it's the original dude from Dos Equis. Like... <laughs> The most interesting man in the world type nigga. Because everybody has had game run on them in some way, shape, or form. And having game run on you isn't fun. Mm-mm. My advice to the men is to pay attention. That's what you need to do. Pay attention. Like, in this day and age where everybody is serial dating, where 
everybody, like one person is dating 14 different other people and each of those 14 different other people that they're dating is dating like 10 other people. It's, but so much time in a day and outside of work and family time, the time that you take to pay attention to the person that you're dealing with could be what stands in between you being a person that's getting to know somebody and find qualities that you like or dislike and you being a fucking sucker. Because there's no way in the world Rob Kardashian could tell me he took the time to get to know China before he decided to put a put a, a baby in her belly. Like, Mm-mm. nah, you didn't. But you know what you did see, though, right? You saw them titties. Mm-hmm. You saw that ass. She probably gave you some of the sloppiest, the most disgusting heads you ever had in your life. <laughs> and you, you, lost your little, you lost your little Kardashian mind. It was like, oh, shit, baby. I'll buy you a car. Oh, word? This mm. nigga buying cars off of some head? Let me show him what I show Future. Mm. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It didn't work on Future, but you know what? This one might. Let, hold on. Matter of fact, baby, let's take this condom off. Nah, bitch, hold yeah. on. Let's go to the doctor. Like, fellas, my advice, take your time. Get to know the person. If you out here looking for love or if you know that you're susceptible to falling in love or catch your feelings for somebody, take your time. Mm. That is my word of wisdom. Take your goddamn time. Because if you don't, you might be the next Roberto Kardashian. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> final, final, final topic of discussion um, on this Welcome Back episode of Man Crush Mondays is proper... Is like proper summertime barbecue etiquette and like proper summertime function etiquette, right? Mm-hmm. The reason why I'm bringing this up is because this week's um one of the articles for this week's um blog post is do's and don'ts at um barbecues. Mm-hmm. Um, barbecues are my favorite type of event to go to in the summertime. Why? Because it's they're usually free. <laughs> they're well, usually- somebody can pay for all that food. Yeah, but if I'm going to the bar, if I'm not hosting ah, it... Ah, you already broke one of my etiquette rules right here with your wait, explanation. Wait, 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 wait. Let me finish. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. If I'm, if I'm <laughs> barbecue, it's free. Um, free admission. Free admission. Mm. Free food. Oh, and good company. You know what I mean? Oh. But... Just just to go based off of the the do's and don'ts, I put I only I only shared three, but the do's and don'ts that I have for for proper summer etiquette, um, summer barbecue etiquette is one, never show up empty-handed. Okay. And this is specifically for the men. Um, it'd be nice if women followed along with this rule too. But I, ah. as a man, I as a man, I can tell you, a lot of women don't think that way. That 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 wow. that shit applies to them. I'm well, I have a problem with that. I have a problem with that because I feel like the women cook. I feel like all the men do is come up and then they stand their ass by the grill and give suggestions on how they should grill the meat. All <laughs> well, right, so now the women, supposed, the women supposed to be quote unquote bring, grilling. The women bring all of like the the soul, the mac and cheese, the green beans, the potato salad, the everything else like the side dishes that people be sleeping on but they really be living for and all y'all do is just sit by the, the by the um damn grill that's all y'all do so i'm gonna beg to differ <laughs> with that because um 
we actually just had my my nephews. Um, so you, for those of you that don't know, I'm Ghanaian, and in Ghanaian culture, when a baby gets christened, they also give him his official African name. Mm. So we just had my nephews' naming ceremony, and um, afterwards we had a barbecue for family and friends. So me and my fa- my father's a chef. Okay. I'm I'm a pretty de- I'm a pretty decent cook. Um, one of my other cousins likes to cook. So we in the house with me, well, it's Rave, my, uh, my two stepmothers, both underneath the same roof. My father, I don't know how he does it. Like five different aunts and my little sister. I'm starting sister. to get an idea of how he does it the more I talk to him, but go ahead. <laughs> um, like, like, like maybe 12, like eight to 12 women in this house with like maybe six or seven men in the house, right? Mm-hmm. But when it came time to cook, I grilled all the food. I prepared half of the chicken. My father prepared the other half of the chicken. My cousin prepared the steak. And the ladies just got had the opportunity to kick back. And just speaking from my, my experience, when I, when I used to throw my annual barbecues, I have, I have four under my belt. And I always made sure that I prepped the food. I had somebody there to cook the food. And the only thing people had to do was bring a bottle. You ain't got to bring no sides because we got sides. I don't need you to bring no ketchup. I got ketchup. I don't need you to bring ice because I got ice. But when you come to the function, bring a fucking bottle. You know why? Because when you add a good barbecue, the food is free. The company is good. And the barbecue can last all night. But barbecues can run, um, that run out of food can still last all night as long as there's liquor. As long as there's liquor. But barbecues that run out of liquor usually end early. Mm. That's with every function, though. Right. But, you know, I'm I'm just thinking, like, the women at that barbecue, you know, kind of, like, found them some suckers. I'm just saying. I mean, (laughs) y'all over here doing all this stuff, cooking for them or whatever, and that's that's all they got to do. I mean, they just... Getting it how they can, you know, they just taking advantage of what y'all offering. Well, not me, because I brought dessert. Yeah, she bought the patty pies. She bought I the patty the pies. I pudding. didn't cook them this time, but I brought the patty pies. <laughs> so, here's what I'm thinking, right? Like, just in terms of um, summertime etiquette for, like, barbecues and kickbacks, don't ever show up empty-handed. Okay. For men, that means, for men, that means, like, bruh. Not showing up empty-handed means don't walk through the fucking door with a personal bottle. Mm. Ain't nothing personal. Ain't nothing personal <laughs> about this get together. You bring a personal <laughs> bottle. You need to bring yourself a personal plate too because you're not okay. eating anything over here. Right. So don't bring a fucking personal bottle. Mm. And men, listen to me when I tell you this. Don't be this guy. Do not show up to any fucking barbecue or function with a bottle of. Yellowtail or sweet bitch wine. <laughs> unless, unless the host of the barbecue asks you specifically, do not show up with no sweet bitch, no Behringer, no Yellowtail. Don't show the guy up with your family. <laughs> don't show up with no Bel Air. Don't show up with none of that shit. That's not gonna be a sip and go situation because I know you're gonna reach for the henny. You can't bring yellowtail and then reach for the henny. 
it's gotta be an equal pour out like distribution. So, and let me just say it like this, right, fellas? I'm not telling you to get like it. It might be an off week. You know what I mean? You might be in between paychecks. Shit, you might be in between pay, um jobs. I'm not telling you that if you go on a barbecue, you gotta go out and get the eighty dollar bottle of honey. No, but Shit. you bring something. Bring if all you got is twenty cash. Don't be the dumb nigga that brings the twenty dollar bottle of honey. But go get a bottle of New Amsterdam. I'm not drinking it, but somebody there will. And then you don't have to worry about if somebody's looking at you like, look at this nigga over. Here. Would you would you look at him? This nigga bought a yellow tail, and he is on his third cup of honey in his <laughs> second plate. You gotta contribute equally. Also, fellas. For the for the for a, a, a very big do not do in my book in the summertime at a barbecue is do not show up to an event with your fucking feet out. What? What you mean? Like they can't wear sandals? But you can't come to a summer barbecue with your feet out. Like sandals? why your feet out? Why your feet out? Well, because it's hot. Come- my nigga, you bad and bougie? What the fuck is oh going on? Why you got on so why you got on sandals? Nah, you would dub for that. Like, what? Nah. Why you can't wear sandals? Let's let people be comfortable and live and let, let their feet breathe. Let me explain. <laughs> let me explain. If anything, it. they can't show up to the function without their toes done. If they feet are out. That that's part of the reason. Because a lot of these grown ass men ain't out here getting their feet touched in the summertime. Listen. And don't nobody <laughs> want to look at that. No, right. I definitely seen some Freddy Krueger feet. <laughs> now your now your speed now your whole entire agreement or disagreement with me is changing, right? Because your man gonna come up with the hammer toe, and his big toe is gonna be a different color from the rest of his other toes. Oh but he got on Gucci slides, so that's acceptable. Don't Look, show up like that, B. My man gets pedicures, so oh, your man gets pedicures. <laughs> yes, yeah, so all together sometimes. Mm. All I'm saying is. <laughs> All right, and, and there's levels to it, right? So, like I said, I'm African. So, if you're going to an African function, come on, bro. You know you could wear open-toe shoes because that's part of the culture. That's fine. You have to wear open-toe shoes at an African barbecue because if you don't, you're going to be the only nigga there with sneakers on. <laughs> you don't have to, but... <laughs> but you but, told her not to wear open-toe shoes. I said this. I'm explaining the exceptions. You said if you go into an African barbecue, everybody's going to have their... Right. If it's, if it's a cultural... If flip-flops are a cultural thing, don't, by, by all means, do not go against the grain of your culture to listen to me. Don't do that. <laughs> oh, but also at the same time, right, I wrote them down. Let me... Like... <laughs> well, what do you feel like... Um, is a don't for women for a barbecue. No, women, women are fine. Women are nah, supposed to... I'm going to tell you some don'ts. No, there's women. definitely some don'ts don't for women. Don't come to a women. barbecue for, as a woman with no heels on in the grass looking all bougie and shit. You're supposed to be exactly. comfortable. This is supposed to be a family event. you wearing it's all white. you wearing all white, all this makeup, an uncomfortable outfit because you, or your ass is out because you're trying to get your cousin's man or your auntie's man or something like that. <laughs> you, we all know you. We see you, sis. We, we see what you're trying to do. You have a mission. You over here trying to black China Amber Rose niggas at the barbecue. Just at come a barbecue. Here, just come here, enjoy the food, play with the kids, have a good vibe. Don't be coming out here thotting. Like, what's going on? No, we see, definitely saw. Yeah. What was that barbecue we went to 
I remember, I don't know, it was in Harlem. And I was, it was a lot of girls there. And I was like, is a club nearby or what? So we was at Morningside. We was over on Morningside at Harlem on a, on a, on a steamy Saturday evening, Sunday, Sunday evening. And man, if you've ever been to Morningside in Harlem, you know what it is. Women were out there in, in, their, in their Saturday night's best. Five, six, seven inch heels, Gucci, Louis, everything, bodycon dresses, girdles. They was out showing. <laughs> they was out showing the um. There's, what's the um, name of that commercial? Recovery. Yeah, what's the name of that commercial? What's the name of that um the commercial that be on TV with the with the overnight fat reduction man? What's the name of that shit? Oh, Sanabello. Yeah, <laughs> they they was out showing a best Sanabello. <laughs> Yeah, no, there was a lot of people who were like uh, post-op that were not probably quite ready, but it was like, hey, I got to get this crop top off. I got to get this crop top off, even though I have, you know, some discoloration still because it's time. It's summer, and I spent a decent amount of money on this in DR, so I've got to show it. So, right, fellas, let me me explain to you what I'm giving y'all right now. I don't think (laughs) you understand the blessing in this conversation, right? Here it is. If you the type of nigga that's going to wear open-toe sandals to, <laughs> to Morningside, all the bad joints that just had surgery and they, they go into the furthest extents to try to get somebody's attention, they're going to be avoiding you because your feet out with them talons. <laughs> don't, don't wear no fucking sandals to no hood function or to no urban function. I mean, if you're going to family-only barbecue, that's fine. If you're going to some, like, like ethnic cultural shit like an African barbecue or like Ghana Fest, that's fine. Or like if you're going to a barbecue on the beach, that's fine. Cause nothing's the only thing that's worse than niggas with their feet out of the barbecue is having sand in your sneakers. That's those are the only exceptions. I'm sorry. So you what is that a Spanish word y'all be saying to sandals? Chancletas. Yes. The girls with surgery don't wear sandals. Say that one more time. You're saying if you go to a barbecue in Morningside, don't wear sandals because you won't get the I girls mean, surgery. Well, the girls you're um, talking about with their makeup on, trying to get the cousins, man, they're not going to go for the guys in the sandals with the unless, feet. Unless he got on the, 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 um, Gucci, the Gucci slides or the, or the Louis slides yeah. with, the, with, the pedi- with the pedicure and the clear polish on his feet. Not clear yeah. polish. Funny no, ass no, niggas. No, no, yeah. no. That's the type of niggas that wear, that's the type of niggas that wear flip-flops on one side. There's two type of niggas that wear flip-flops on one side. <laughs> the niggas with the, with, the eagle, with the eagle dust toes and then the, <laughs> then the niggas with the clear polish and they, and they, and they slides. Well, <laughs> don't do it. That's, yeah, that's what I'm well, saying. Don't my last I'm saying don't be too bougie at the at the function. Don't don't You're not gonna be comfortable. You're gonna make everybody around you uncomfortable if you have on, you know, several layers with the spanks underneath it, with the club dress you can't even sit down comfortably in because mm-hmm. it'll see your whole ass and I mean because we won't have folded chairs, sis. We're gonna have plastic chairs. Ain't gonna be no like luxury lounge. There's not there's no section here. It's not okay. gonna be a section for you to get in. There's not bottle service at the barbecue, like please here's, just here's what I'm saying, right? A lot of the yeah. girls that go to that go to extra mile, a lot of girls that go to extra mile and shit like that, right? They they be looking to catch a they be looking to catch somebody like. Yeah, all right, so let's say hypothetically speaking, would you say Avia? They be looking to catch their cousin's man or somebody else's <laughs> man. Right. That's what they doing. All right, so let's say let's say hypothetically speaking, you catch your cousin's man and he on it and he like, yo, so what's good for the night? What you getting into? Oh, we fighting now. 
Now you got 45 pounds of makeup on your face. That you sweated and, off halfway. And you got all these layers on. What? Man, what, what is he going to say when he sees you outside of that? Who I mean, are you? <laughs> ladies. I ain't going to say much of that. For the ladies that listen, I'm, I'm keeping it real, yo. A lot of dudes are not going to tell you the shit that I'm going to say. I, I look forward to seeing a girl a day after. Uh, the, the, the first time a woman spends a night... I'm waking you up. I might, I might let the alarm ring a little loud to get you to see your face before you get the opportunity to straighten up. Because if I don't recognize you in the fucking morning, you only got about the four minutes between when you wake up to when that Uber arrived to get you out. You acting like that every girl gonna wash her makeup off. Most boys. Uh-huh. We know yeah, waterproof makeup and all that. Exactly. But you know what? We go to bed right with that foundation on. Pillowcases ain't never do me wrong. ain't never do me wrong. But back to let's not let's not get off topic. It seems like that <laughs> happens pretty easily. My final tip for like some of do's and don'ts when you're out at a function is you always have to keep your inside voice on during uh. the summertime at events. Huh? Right? Because I tell you, the ladies don't like the loudest nigga at the party. No. The ladies right. don't like the niggas that, that like, call for attention because they, they're so loud. The shit that ladies like are the quiet niggas. The niggas that sit in the cut and they say a lot without ever having to open their mouth. That's what they like. So if you at the club, I'm mean, not the club, if you at the barbecue or you at, your, uh, at a kickback or... or a picnic or a beach get together, whatever, and there's a group of people around, you don't want to be the person that they hear the most from. Mm. It'll be the worst type of attention that you could get. Especially Ladies. if you're being like loud for no reason. If you're being like henny loud. Right. So just bring your inside voice in, right? And you gotta do it with you gotta do it with, with grace too. You gotta do it like like real regally. You can, like what was that um, T-Pay song? Most people don't listen to deep cuts on albums, so you may not know this. <laughs> but it's a T-Pay song where he's like, my name is Teddy Payne and right here is my sexy voice. <laughs> like, <laughs> Wait, which album was this from? I can't remember. <laughs> I'm going to find that shit. He's like, my name is Teddy Payne and right here is my sexy voice. And he said <laughs> it like, like he was trying to be smooth, but it's like that's the type of shit you got to have on. You can't allow yourself to get into a conversation at a barbecue and be like, no, nigga, no. And then everybody turn around and you, they just like, oh, man, that's this thing again. It's not good for you. It's not good for your look. Your, your, yeah, your conversion true. rate, your that's conversion what, rate goes down the drain with that. That's what women too. Like, I know like a lot of guys, they don't like the most ratcheted ass chick out at the um, function. Like, I mean, it might be cute at the moment. Like, oh, you trying to turn up or whatever, depending on what setting you are in. But at the end of the day, like, are they going to want to really be with you unless they are like on that level? And that's what they really specifically into. That's their niche. But most dudes don't want the most turned up chick in the, at the function either. The, the loudest one either. So no. it works both ways. I mean, I feel like that's true to an extent, but the loudest chick in the party will still catch somebody. Yeah. I don't know about the loudest dude. They'll probably end up together. Uh. No. <laughs> All right, so ladies, do you have any last, last bit of advice, last minute advice to anybody listening about summer, summertime do's and don'ts before we wrap up this, this first 
episode back of the Man Crush Monday. Please Don't play wear space. An adequate amount of deodorant. Oh, at gosh, all times. girl. Gems. <laughs> Listen, don't um, play spades if you don't know how, all right? It's already going to mm. be a fight inevitably with spades. You don't need to bring put more fuel to the fire because you don't know what the hell you're doing. Makes sense. That's why I don't play spades. I mean, do New York people do dominoes? I guess don't play that either. Yeah, we play dominoes. What is that, that shit that, with the chalk you was telling me about that time? Grown-ass men don't play scalzies. Is that what that is? Okay. Grown-ass men don't play scalzies at um at barbecues. Don't, I don't know. I never seen it before. <laughs> don't come to the function not bringing shit and then expect that you're gonna leave the function with five yeah, to go plates. To go plate. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not gonna happen. But wrap that shit up. Facts. Wrap that shit up. Um. So the 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 goal is to make sure that we bring you guys some content on a regular basis. But I'm gonna be completely transparent with you, man. That shit is hard as fuck, yo. Yeah. We was bringing y'all a new episode every week for like four months. Mm-hmm. And you have no idea how much time, effort, and money it took to make that happen. Then we found a suitable replacement for the for the financial end of it. But as as our time freed up, more responsibilities came around. So right now it's three it's three o'clock in the morning we recording this episode. Um and with that being said, that means Pete is currently underground at um at a subway system here in New York City working for his um, main keep. That also means that it's midnight in LA and Rome is probably out um shaking his ass or something. Y'all don't know Rome <laughs> Rome got the moves, but Rome is a dancer. That nigga got the light feet. He from Harlem. But like we're gonna try to bring y'all regular content, man. I, I want to say we going back to the every Monday situation, but I told y'all that before and I let y'all down. I felt like I lied to y'all, so I won't promise every Monday, but what I will tell you is make sure that you're checking into Man Crush Mondays with an S dot com, and whenever we do post a new episode, it will be posted up there on a Monday. Um, so until the next time, my name is African Ass Joe. <laughs> um... I'm regular Reve, I guess. <laughs> and I'm Aviella Moore. And this has been the first comeback episode of Man Crush Mondays. <laughs> you bitch! <laughs> <laughs>